All right, it's time for Hot Property with our property expert, Matt Ryan. Matt, I've been giving you a couple of plugs and saying that, you know, you, you know, last year you were in the paper and everyone was laughing at you saying that property prices were going to drop. Well, we're starting to feel it. I can, I can feel it in my, in my bones, as, as the song goes. Yeah, absolutely, Nick. And I, I guess I could feel it. And at the end of last year, I could really see a, a shift in sentiment, quite a, quite a, a sizable one. It felt like a, uh, America's Cup boat had come off its foils, and we'd been stuck with no wind. Literally, nosedived into the water, and it's it's certainly carried on in the last few months. House price growth rates. I'll just give you the official thing. It's the lowest it's been since September 2020. What is going on, and is it a bad time to sell? Well, look, I guess we're following a cycle that we've always seen in property. And um, I actually, I when I see properties on Trade Me, I often look up and just see what they're, what they're sold for over the last few years. And I saw one a couple of days ago, which I thought was a classic example that sort of followed how property's gone in the last 25 or so years. And it's a property that's at number 86 Elizabeth Street in Mount Victoria. It's a little tiny wee cottage, really cute little cottage. But if you can just bear with me, I'm going to tell you how the, how the, um, the sales have transpired over the last sort of 30 years. So way back in 1982, it sold for only $20,000. Now I remember those days pretty well because I was working at McDonald's earning $4.34 an hour. Then got to 1990 and it sold for 110,000. In 1993 it sold for 116. In 1994 it sold for 150. In 1996 it then also sold for 150. In 2006 it sold for 365. In 2007, it sold for 460, and then in 2011, I guess just right in the middle of the GFC, it sold for 425,000. Now, I guess my point is that it's really a case of timing the market's near impossible. It's time in the market that's going to be the the key decider in, in, in capital gain. So, coming back to your question, is it a bad time to sell? Probably not. We've gone through a 25% growth in the last year. Is it a bad time to sell compared to where it was three months ago? Oh, unquestionably it is. But if you're going to stay in the market for some period of time, you know, uh, that's really, you know, the market the market sort of ebbs and flows. Okay. Uh, we just got someone online that wants to ask you a question. Is it Gagan? Is that, is that how you pronounce your name? Yep. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Have, have you got a question for Matt? Yeah, I have a question that, uh, like, as we all know, that interest rate is going up and it will be more up. But on the same time, you said the property price going down by 10%. So what do you think? Is, when is a good time to buy property? Like, interest rate go down or property? Well, I guess, you know, we've seen we've seen in the last two years, we've seen some phenomenal growth. Um so as I said, I don't know that there's a bad time to naturally enter the market, and there's probably not necessarily a bad time to exit the market. I know I'm sounding like a little bit of gobbledygook then, but I think, as I mentioned, time in the market's the most critical factor. You know, some of the, the most seasoned and, and astute investors have a philosophy that when the market's greedy, be cautious, and when the when the market's cautious, be greedy. Well, the market's clearly uh, cautious at the moment, and I guess if you're holding medium to long term, now's a great time to, to enter the market. So, you know, it's hard. What's the equity, how we can use the equity? Like, uh, what's the benefit of um, uh, that uh, equity? Is it like more loan on, on the person or is it thing that you're playing with the bank money? Well, look, I'm not totally sure of your question there, but obviously one of the key components of property is leverage. Leverage is amazing when it comes to um, multiplying your ability to make capital gains. You can't do that with most other investments. If you went to your stockbroker and said, I want to buy 
you know, uh, uh, $2 million worth of shares and, and I've got a million dollars and I'd like you to give me the other million, of course, they'd laugh you out the door. So that's this is one of the key the key benefits of being involved in property. If you do have that leverage component, of course, when the market's coming against you, you're in a, you're in a situation also where, um, you know, it multiplies against you. And I remember um, I first bought a property in London in the late 80s. I paid £77,000 and I managed to get the bank over in England to lend me just about the whole purchase price. After that, after I purchased it, the property probably reduced to somewhere around fifty to £55,000. So I was seriously underwater. But, you know, um, following the this, this story, I sold it in 1998 for £135,000. And then I knocked on the door of the property in London in 2010. And that person had paid nearly £600,000 for it a, a year earlier. So, you know, as I said, the passage of time tends to cure everything. Yeah. Um, and you and of course losses losses and gains are only paper losses or paper gains until you exit um, until you exit out of the market. The other thing, Matt, that that uh, I'd like to ask you is a personal question here. As I know somebody that's reasonably young and reasonably successful, very successful and very young, that is very close to buying a property, but they're getting huge buyer anxiety. Uh, what would you tell? them if they're able to service the mortgage and able to buy what would you tell them to com- to make them feel a little bit more comfortable because there would be I mean you think back to when I mean you were bullish and you've always been bullish so you're not the right guy to ask this question to but when you're young and you're making that first investment and all you're thinking about is you're borrowing a million dollars or borrowing a lot of money well look I'm I'm totally empathetic to that when I first started in property I found you know I had many a sleepless night when I first bought properties because you're worrying that you've paid too much you're a bit concerned about where it's going to go, but you know, if you know, the the thing with property is, in the last two years, no one seems to have been too concerned about getting on the ladder, even though prices were escalating at a, a phenomenal and I guess unsustainable rate. And it's basically the sheep mentality. So if everybody else is doing it, everybody else goes well. If everyone else is going to do it, I'll do it as well. So it takes a lot of courage to I guess swim against the tide. And I would say to you, the, the friend of yours that's looking to buy, as long as they've got the fundamentals sorted out, that is that they know that they can afford to pay the mortgage and that they know they've got um, good employment opportunities or that their their serviceability is good, then as I, I've mentioned before, uh, you know, I think now is a phenomenal time to get into the market. It may get marginally better, but it's all crystal ball gazing. And... Um, you know, I'd, I'd highly recommend people get on the ladder as soon as they can because, as I've mentioned before, I think time in the market is far more important than trying yeah. to time the, the time the market. It's almost like uh, if you bought a house in October, November and stretched the shelf to hell, it's not a great time to sell it now, is it? No. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've been in those. I've been in that situation. I, as I mentioned, I was underwater on my on my London properties by quite some uh, distance. I would say at some stage. And, you know, sometimes maybe a little bit of a reality check is quite good because the market doesn't always steam ahead, as I've shown you with, um, you know, some of the, the, the figures that I've mentioned. It does ebb and flow. I mean, the KiwiSaver market, sorry, the KiwiSaver, KiwiSaver is down about 7% uh, for the calendar year, I understand. And so all types of investments go up and down. Property is just a bit harder to work out exactly what's happening because there's no absolute um, mandate to show you exactly where it's tracking. Matt, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it and appreciate you taking our calls and giving us the information and and, uh, you definitely made me feel better about my buddy. But uh, thanks as always for for coming in and giving us, sharing us your wealth and knowledge and good luck this afternoon. Always delighted, Nick. Thanks Uh, for having me on board. All right. Thanks. Yeah, Matt.